All right. Uh, hello, Shay. Can you hear me? I can. Awesome. Well, uh, first and foremost, before we get started, I just want to say thanks, man. Um, you know, it's I know that it takes a bit of work to set some time out to do something like this, and we're just having fun and everything. So, uh, I really appreciate you being willing to come on, especially that we're you know doing like our episode zero type stuff. This isn't you know in full swing, so thank you. Um, yeah. Is there any like moniker name you want me to you know call you to go with this? Are you comfortable with just being Shay at this time? Just call me Shay, brother. Perfect. Well, that's how I was, I've always known you, so that seems appropriate. So, um, uh, just to give a little bit of background, um, I had this idea for a podcast that, like, I've been messing around with for some time. Uh, honestly, my, my hope is that, like, it is just a really good way to share, like, good media, good content, things that both myself and the audience would enjoy. Um, you know, I, I want to bring people in, sort of, uh, name drop i don't know if i can do that but you know humans of new york style where we do profiles on like what people are into and what they think makes something good and enjoyable and you know obviously there will be like critical analysis of media because like i think that you can enjoy something and it not necessarily be like objectively good but that's okay you can like things because you like things but i want people to sort of like think about like what makes something what they enjoy and hopefully you know turn that into something um, you know, I, I have a couple of friends that want to do things like this with me, and I think that that would be a lot of fun. Uh, Jay, I think you would be a great profile for us to do as well, because, you know, you have good taste. Um, <laughs> a little bit of a compliment, but also I do mean that. Um, you know, is, are there any, like, pressing questions, or we've discussed the idea a bit, like, before the actual recording began. Is there anything that you want to take special note of before we get started on this, or anything like that? No, man, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, I think we're kind of working with a blank, blank slate here, so. Yeah, no, I totally yeah. agree. And like, we're willing to test it out. Good, and I appreciate that. And genuinely, as things go and develop, like, we can sort of take a, a turn with things whenever. Uh, I don't want any, like, form of media to necessarily be, like, put on a pedestal or, like, hmm. criticized inherently, like, prior, unless, you know, there are, like, good reasons for that. Um you know, I, I also want to create this episode to sort of, like, lay the foundation of some of my biases and things that I enjoy. Um, so, you know, I I try to think of myself as, like, being able to analyze why I like things. I want people to have something similar where they can, you know, say what makes, like, good um, content and why. I think that if we sort of uh, take everything at face value, then, like, we're not really getting the most out of the things that we're taking in i think that everything should be viewed with like a critical lens uh mm -hmm. and you know like i said it's okay to enjoy things because you enjoy them but i want you to be able to differentiate between like oh i think that this is fun and oh i think this is like good does that does that sort of make sense yeah absolutely i think you have to be able to look inward and kind of be able to defend your stances against yourself before you're able to take that to other other people yeah, I totally agree with that. And, um, you know, I uh, also don't want people to think that, like, I put my opinions as being, like, this objective, like, thing or whatever. Like, it, you know, at any point in either this recording or any future recordings, uh, I am more than happy to have people, like, challenge the things that I like and all of that. You know, I'm not going to get all debate bro on it and everything, but, like, you know, I, I think that we can find things that we enjoy that are, you know, good in that regard as well. Um so I don't want this episode to necessarily take too long because I don't want to be the central focus of things, especially like, 
uh, as things progress. But I do think it's important to recognize, you know, where you're coming from, what your aims are, you know, things like that, so that both you and the audience understand that there isn't necessarily like a one size fits all answer for like good content, good media, but like that you can apply a critical lens both to stuff that I myself enjoy and, you know, what the audience or anyone who's listening to might, you know, enjoy as well. Um, to sort of set some ground rules on like things that like, you know, we have discussed and everything. Uh, I, I don't think that I want anything to necessarily be off limits bar like things that promote immorality. And like, I know that's a, you know, a fluid term. So I'm, I'm going to be mm -hmm. very loose with that because mm -hmm. like there are things that I think are utilitarian and we can sort of parse like what makes something good and bad based on the way that you consume it. Um, mm -hmm. For example, and this is going to be spoilers for the audience. Uh, one of the scenes that I am going to be playing as part of episode zero is from Attack on Titan. Uh, I love Attack on Titan. I think that it is one of the best anime and manga that I've ever, um, you know, taken in. Uh, I think there are a lot of flaws with it. I think there are a lot of things that, you know, can improve it. And I understand a lot of gripes with it. And I have a very good friend who will be on very soon to, uh, you know, give their take on it. And, you know, we can we can discuss that much further. But um, I, I think that uh, it also serves a larger purpose in its actual, like, content and everything. Um, mm. So, essentially, the format that I want to have is just sort of discussions on, like, why you like what you like and things like that. Um, the two big things that I want to do whenever someone's on is, at one point, I want to do either song that they think is, like, best of all time or favorite of all time or something like that. And, like, you can say why that is, you know, like, what about this, you know, be it musically, artistically, maybe it's just content-wise that you think is really good. Um, hmm. For example, uh, what I am using is The Chicken from Bo Burnham. Uh, it is a song from his outtakes that he put out recently. Um, it's funny, it's goofy, but it's really sad and somber. Um, the song itself is a take on the joke, Why Did the Chicken Cross the Road? And... Um, you know, that sounds really silly in nature and everything, but he turned it into, like, a, a somber and sad song about a chicken that sort of lives an unfulfilling life. And uh, as far as the actual, like, analysis itself goes, uh, I'm thinking that the best way to do it will be that uh, when the content itself is going to be on, because, you know, we don't have copyright for any of this, we don't... We're, I'm not going to be actually sharing the media with the platform and everything... Uh, that the people who are participating will watch it. I will give uh, the name of the video. At this point, anything that I'm going to be looking up is accessible on YouTube. Um, if people find that it would be more beneficial that I provide links, uh, I can you know, put those in descriptions of wherever I end up putting this podcast and everything. But um, I think that uh, I will likely just say, like, okay, we're going to put on the song, and this is how long it is. And if you want to skip to you know, our analysis of it, it is X amount of time long. Or if you want to listen along, we will just sit here while the song plays and you can, you know, put it on and listen along. Does that sound like a like an okay way of doing that? Do you have any feedback that you think would make that specific aspect, you know, more more accessible or does that sound like a like a decent format so far? Yeah, absolutely. Always try it out. Perfect. Test the waters. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, like I said, this is very much just uh, getting things started. 
episode zero, setting the table, you know. Um, no, that's that's what I'm going to call it, as I told you earlier, but I'm sharing that information with the people that weren't around for that conversation. He said the thing. He said the title <laughs> of the episode. Yep. And, uh, you know, the, the podcast name we're also still sort of working on. Uh, Shay threw out Seek to Understand, and I like that a lot, especially because I think that that is sort of what I'm trying to do is, like, you know, we're trying to figure out why people like the media that they like. Um, you know, other other ground rules. Um, I don't mind profanity in general. Uh, don't don't be swearing every other sentence unless it's like to serve a point. Um, we will not condone like slur use or anything that is like targeted. It, like I will be quoting Samuel L. Jackson on snakes on a plane almost every sentence. No, oh my God, he hates it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I. Like, genuinely, if you're gonna, like, cuss and everything, like, I don't mind, but, like, don't be disrespectful to the other people that are, like, you know, putting out the, the media that we're analyzing and things like that. Uh, I, I would, yeah, you can cuss at me, I really don't care, but, like, whatever. Um, but, yeah, so those are sort of just the vague ideas that we're working with and everything. Um, so as not to drone on too much without saying anything, um, I do want to go ahead and play the chicken in just a minute. Um, like I said, if anyone wants to look it up on YouTube and follow along, this is just The Chicken by Bo Burnham. Um, if you search The Chicken by Bo Burnham, it should be the first thing to come up, and if it's not, I'm sorry. Um, it is a 3 minute and 57 second video on this window that I'm looking at, but before I clicked it, it said 358, so, you know, who knows what the real length is, but you get the point, just under 4 minutes. Um, Shay, do you have any last thoughts before we go ahead and delve into the song? And then if you're looking to listen along, you know, I'll, I'll give you a countdown of a three, two, one, and then you can skip four minutes if you want to jump right to what we're talking about. Or if you want to listen along, of course, you're welcome to put it on in the background. Uh, we'll probably be silent during it unless something comes up that, like, is specific to uh, a part of the song itself. So, you know, you can sit back and enjoy the music as well. But, but I, I cut you off before you could say anything. Shay, any last thoughts before the chicken? No, I'm excited. Just, um, you know, Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham is um, kind of a leading figure for our generation. It's kind of kind of fun to see how, how big he's blown up. And, yeah, just the things that he says with his songs are pretty thought-provoking. Yeah, I totally agree, and I've had some... All of the guys of, of comedy, it's amazing. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I think that, like, comedians in general sort of get a, um, uh, a license to speak more freely and, like, reach a wider audience yeah. because they're not necessarily taken seriously all of the time. Uh, that can be problematic depending upon, like, the content that you create and everything, and I think that Bo Burnham would very much agree with that, especially when mm -hmm. you listen to, like, the way that he talks about some of his early stuff. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Which, you know, is has its own appeal and everything but um you know i i think that he very much has grown as an artist and i think that if that's all that you knew of him was his early stuff that this would be a huge departure from anything that you would have expected from you know the i'm bo yo era of, oh, yeah. of bo burnham um so to the audience uh i'll be starting as soon as i finish the sentence the chicken again three minutes and 57 seconds feel free to skip ahead uh starting the song in three two one Shake.
in the middle of that in the event that uh, my my mic was picking up that audio. Are you are you able to hear me, Shay? Can. Awesome. Um, I may have to go back in and just edit the audio in the event that like it was picking that up. Um, but so I absolutely love that song. Um, the first time I listened to it, I was with like a buddy of mine and like she was like aware of like the content because she'd already like seen the the outtakes and everything and yeah. i had to like steal myself like i was like whoa like i gotta i gotta yeah. not cry in front of this person right now <laughs> um because like i don't know like uh, it was also introduced to me as like oh this is a funny little why did the chicken cross the road bit but also kind of sad and like I, I don't know um but before I go into like my take on it, what do you think of the song? What do you think of it in like the context of of the outtakes? Like, what, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, well, uh, a couple of things. You know, it's it's interesting when you always see comedians take a more serious mm -hmm. take on, you know, in their bits, right? So yeah. I think it's a it's it's kind of a like you said, it kind of takes you back and kind of takes you by surprise and really makes you kind of sit and listen. Um, but what I always like to point out and just looking back at that video, man, it's just the progression of Bo Burnham's abilities, just, mm -hmm. just comparing him to his earlier stuff to now, not only his, 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 uh, skills with his instruments, but man, yeah. his voice is just so pure. It's amazing. And, and of course there's some, there's some, you're going to have you know, studio cleanups and stuff like that. But man, the guy can sing. Oh, I totally agree. And um, I actually was having a conversation with a buddy of mine, Jake, um, who I don't think you know, but that's not important. I just wanted to name drop him um, about Bo Burnham. And like his uh, style is so unique. Like uh, there are a lot of comedians who, you know, may be like funnier or may be more personable in some aspects, but like, there is exactly one person that could have made that song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And to, yeah, to, absolutely. And to paint a picture and tell a story based off of so little information and just like, right. you know, like he created a world out of that. Like the, I love the verse that he does where he talks about what the chicken can see, like mm -hmm. across the street. He you know, paints the, the picture, yeah. It's, and it's beautiful. And there were definitely yeah. hints of that in his early uh, stand-up as well. Uh, I remember yeah. him doing, like, uh, haikus and poetry, and, like, there was one where he talks about, like, the way that the streets, like, dice up the city and things like that. And, yeah. like, I was like, holy cow, like, he can really, like, paint a picture with his words. And obviously, you know, with his style of comedy, that's always been something that he's done, but I find that to be um, uh, an another dimension to it with that specific song. Um, mm -hmm. And you raise a good point about, like, they can clean up, like, the audio in the studio and everything like that. But, like, again, him doing that is nuts. Because, like, you know, inside yeah. it, was, it was him, you know? Like, uh, also, I think that, like, the, the video adds a lot to it. Like, the, the wash of color. Like, it's, it's very, mm -hmm. like, black and white. Like, it's, it, it is both, yeah, like, like old-timey, but not, like, like, visually, you know, set in the past. Like, it just, yeah. I, I don't know. It's real intimate. Yeah, the entire thing just it's, blows my mind. Absolute yeah, S-tier that, song, in my opinion. But, uh, that close-up of him playing the piano, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, about it. and again, well like, to, to throw that at the end of, like, a, a comedy special, and, like, that's right. something that he's done for a long time as well, as, as far back as the uh, We Think We Know You bit, um, his Kanye rant. 
at the end of Make Happy, which yeah, yeah. is also like I I showed that to my group of friends and they were like, I don't know uh, how I feel right now at the end of it. Like, <laughs> and like, yeah, like that it is an incredible bit of uh content as well, and I highly, highly recommend so like if anyone listening to this can take anything from my episode, it's you know, watch watch all of Make Happy, watch all of Inside, like yeah, but, watch everything before yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, I agree. And, like, if his early stuff isn't for you, I can understand that as well. But, like, transformatively, you kind of, you almost have to <clears throat> set the table uh, with, like, understanding, like, the, the growth and the development of him as an artist. But... If he you, said the thing, everybody. He said the name of the episode. Where's the air horns? We got to get the air horns. No, I'm kidding. But I, w I would love to get Ian in here to do some boom headshots in the future. But uh, that's a that's a D and D reference for for the people that aren't familiar with our with our friend group. And that but that joke will land with the audience that it's supposed to. Um, very very pinpoint. Very very um pure <laughs> reference. I do my best. A certain subset of people will understand. That's that's where you get the best best at a podcast right there yeah i can't wait to get air deer and alteran on here but you know uh, no I'm, I'm kidding but uh i i definitely think that um yeah to to draw it back to the bo burnham stuff i think that that song is fantastic i think that his ability to do all of the things that i've already mentioned that i'm not going to continue to drone on are really really good and i highly recommend that um the other thing that i want to sort of have everyone that is on here do for me is uh you know, reference a either an episode of a show. Hell, I'm I'm down to watch a full episode of something. I mean, maybe we shouldn't do like a full Game of Thrones episode because those can be like ninety minutes. <laughs> maybe that'll be a season finale. Who knows? We'll we'll see how the podcast goes. And we can throw on an episode of Community Community or two. Oh yeah, we could totally watch Advanced Dungeons and Dragons or something. What? Oh man, so good. But um, but yeah. So uh, the other thing that I want everyone who comes on to do is share. It could be an episode of a show. It could be a scene from a show. It could be anything. Um, Shay, have you watched Breaking Bad before? I uh have. -huh. Um, my, my good friend Derek, who I also very much want involved in this, who you are going to get along with phenomenally, uh, said that uh, his very like first reaction when I pitched the idea to him was the scene in Breaking Bad, where uh, final season, where Walt is talking to Skyler, and he finally sort of comes clean and is like, no, I did it for me. Because, like... Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I think that there was a lot of, uh, oh god, Breaking Bad. I'm not, I'm not getting into defending Walter White, because I'm not that guy, because Walter White was very much the antagonist. But, like, early Walter White, I think you can sort of see, like, oh, he's doing this because reasons. And then at the end, he's like, no, I was actually the bad guy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And, like, I think that's important to, like, know as well, because, like, a lot of people will defend Walt and like eh, you yeah, know you can you can do whatever with that I'm not gonna say categorically there's you know, no there, there's you know I you can defend Walt you can you can attack Walt yeah the thing I always like to point out about that show uh -huh. is that it, people like to to point out that it's all about drug dealers and drugs mm -hmm. but you know what's even more glaring is it's really a um, story about the American health system. I was going to bring that up, and yes, it yeah. is, uh, 100%. This man gets cancer, and I mean, heck, he's a, what, a high school chemistry teacher? Yeah. So, you know, he's making bank. Yeah, and wasn't he, like, a uh, Nobel Prize winner in that show, too? Like, he, like, it's, 
He's not just like uh, doing a little bit here and there. Yeah. Like he was, he was very. I mean, he was a brilliant person, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. I, the larger forces are that the the healthcare system was predatory and everything. But yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know um, flies how much. The radar. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I think that people get that message lost, and it's important to remember again that he's not a hero, but he is, a, mm. you know, a, a part of this the larger systems in that. But, um, yeah, and I would love to have someone on to do Breaking Bad stuff in the future. I'm totally down with that. But um, to, to keep this episode from getting too, too long, because we're already sitting on about 24 minutes, um, I am going to be introducing a scene from Attack on Titan. Um, friends, people listening, anyone, uh, this is massive content spoilers. This is a huge do not watch this if you intend to watch Attack on Titan and care about what is going to happen. The Warning. manga's been out forever. <laughs> the manga's been out forever. This specific scene is over a year old. I don't feel bad if you continue to watch this after that and then are like, dude, you didn't warn me. Because yes, I did. Um, but I think that this specific scene in Attack on Titan, and it's not like one of the newest scenes, I'm not going to do that yet, because there are additional plot twists that, Shay, though you have just started it after seeing this scene, uh, will not see coming, because it is insane. I Okay, the same way that I sang Bo Burnham's praises, I love Attack on Titan. I think that... Um, uh, again, I think there are elements to it that are problematic, and I think there are things that can be improved upon. But uh, at the end of the day, it's a story about war. It's a story about um, you know what goes on in the the mindsets of people that can commit atrocities and everything. Um, mm. I th and I think that this does it in a way that like makes it at least enough removed from reality that you're not watching literal like historical events that are literal war crimes that are happening to real people and deal with real atrocities that have really been committed. But it still makes those points in a way that it's like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I think that um, it's important to note, like, though, you know, it is, like, rooted in, like, things that are somewhat in reality and everything, um, it's, you know, to, to portray a larger message um, that is, you know, something that, only this type of medium can really address that's another thing much the same as i said that comedians sort of get a little more uh, levity in their ability to discuss certain things i think that cartoons and manga and anime and you know that style of media because it isn't inherently attached to direct reality allow it to create uh larger narratives that are important in the implication of what the underlying morals and messages that they look to portray are. Does that make sense? Or did I just, oh, is that just word salad? I mean, I, before the show started, you know, you sent me kind of the clip to, mm -hmm. to prep for the show. And yeah. I, I almost immediately identified what, what you were trying to, to get out of showing the audience this, this clip. So um, yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll soon find out where we're making the connection here. Yeah. Um, gosh, goodness, this is a little harder to introduce because the name of the uh, video even contains a little bit of spoilerage. Um, so I'll find a way to link to this video itself in a description, in a, a content thing, wherever I end up publishing this. Um, 
so that I don't spoil it for anyone who is trying to... Ooh, that was a good voice crack. That's another thing. Uh, we'll go ahead and address that. My voice cracks. We're uh, still going through puberty, uh, so uh, yeah, give us a break. We're getting it sorted. Please be kind. Um, no, but... Uh, but my friends and I always like joke about that, and I really don't mind. I, I know that if someone no, is like insecure about their voice and shit, like yeah. I, I get it, but like I am not. So, you know, d dig at me for the voice cracks all you'd like to anyone that's no, listening. Man, only real manly men voices. You're right. I need to uh, actually add bass to my voice post production. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so without going too much longer into the setup for it, because we're at 28 minutes, and like I said, I wanted this to be like 15 ish. Uh, but anyway, um, this scene to, <clears throat> we'll do it a third time, set the table. Um, okay, that's, that's three times. We're not doing it again. <laughs> okay, we won't do that again. But, uh, this, this scene is the meeting between two characters in which they are from opposing factions. And, uh, I think the sound score is good. I think that the, uh, entire scene itself is incredibly impactful in the larger narrative. Um, and we'll discuss what the scene actually means once the video is done. Um, the video itself that I'm going to be playing is 5 minutes and 22 seconds. I will again give a little bit of a countdown uh, so that people can either, you know, f click on the link in the description below to the side on the... You know what, DM me if you, if you don't have access to this and I'll get it to you. It's, we'll, we'll, we'll get it figured out. But anyway... Um, Shay, is there anything that you would like to add to this specific scene or from what you know of Attack on Titan so far? Shay, Shay for full disclosure, uh, started the series after watching this and you enjoy it so far, yes? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm into it. I was a little, little sad to have to shut it down to come come do your podcast here. <laughs> well, we'll get you no, back but, on um, pretty like, soon. Yeah, like I said, um, after you sent me the video and I, I watched it immediately and, and like I said, almost... I, there's you know there's a couple lines where it's like oh okay yeah I see what I see what we're what we're working with here yeah and um and again I think this is just like good content um, yeah sure. so anyway uh, to the audience the video itself is five minutes and twenty two seconds uh, feel free to skip ahead if you don't want to uh, just sit in silence with us for five minutes and twenty two seconds um, if you would like to put the scene on and watch with us totally fine as well. Um, I will be starting that in three, two, one. Bro
Um, am I sharing anything, or is the, the video gone completely? The video's gone. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, first off, I'm really excited for you to get to that scene in context now, <laughs> because, like, dog, the, the first time that, like, I, I got there, I was like, oh, so it's about to happen, and it's incredible. Um, so yeah, it's fun to, uh, so I, you know, I've, I've heard, I've seen the picture multiple times, but it's, it's, it was nice to actually get to see how Marjorie Taylor Greene actually got oh, my her start. God. <laughs> it, was, it was really cool. Oh my God. That's good. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, that, that Titan is terrifying. Oh my God. Yeah, man. And especially like, it and think now she's a fucking house of representatives. <laughs> Oh my god, that's anyway. good. No, 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 that was good, that was good. Um, I digress. No, um, but, like, especially, like, in context, the first time you see that Titan, like, absolute, like, dread-inspiring, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, but, so, as to keep spoilers to a minimum, uh, just breaking down that scene, uh, the sound score to it is fantastic, um, mm -hmm. the clear reveal that it was like, wait, I've been helping you, and you are not on my side? Yeah. Of, of the kid that is involved in it is nuts. Yeah. Um, the uh, addressing of what were you there for? Oh, we were there to try to save the world. Oh, were you? Huh. Interesting. Like, conversation is like, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's a really cool but weird power dynamic. Yeah. Um, and, like, there are larger discussions to be had on Attack on Titan. So I want to just, like, limit it to just this scene. Again, especially to limit, like spoilers that occur um but i think that that entire conversation both um sets up a really really good uh turning point in that story from you know the earlier on uh sort of what's the right way to phrase this uh it in terms of like the plot sort of creates a shift from pure survival to know this is war um in a in a really like somber but like mind-blowing way um the the following scene which you will see and everything uh like is then like it it becomes just all-out chaos in mm. a in a way that shows it, this is this is always another one that's sort of difficult to toe the line with. It doesn't necessarily show the reality of war because, ooh, big titan show up, eat people is not, like, like it's not real. But, like, yeah. the uh, the loss of life, the destruction that ensues, the, yeah. the realities of, like, things that actually are part of these larger conversations that I think need to be had about, like, that specific media, um, like, sort of begin right there. Yeah. Uh, you know the the plot itself does like a lot of um foreshadowing and flashback and stuff so like if, if you want to trace it back it does go earlier than that but i i find that scene personally to be one one of the most impactful in terms of like the shift of the tone of the story and mm -hmm. in terms of implication and outcome of the events after that to be just powerful as can be it's it's really good um, and keep me updated as you get through Attack on Titan, honestly. Like, I, just text me. I, yeah. I would love to hear your so, thoughts as it goes. Go ahead. The first time I watched that video, like I, like I said, you kind of just sent it to me to kind of prep for the, for yeah. the episode. And, and um, I did warn you it was a spoiler. I watched it and zero, absolutely zero context. Never seen a second of the show. 
Um, but after seeing a few episodes, looking back on it now, and seeing that part with his leg steaming, yeah, is very interesting now. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's. Trust me, there is a lot that you are going to learn. Uh, there is a lot of pain. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna really like it. You're gonna like it a lot. But um, just to kind of point out what I. What kind of sprung mm-hmm. to mind when I first watched it was that line about um, I've I've eaten something about you know I've eaten with the enemy I've lived with the enemy yep. um, and even says something about I may be the bad guy or whatever and it was really it's really interesting to just kind of think about you know your your context of this show is kind of probing people to defend their biases or defend yeah. the their preferences on things and. You know, we all get stuck in this idea that we're always the good guy and mm-hmm. never think that, or never critically think about the ways that other people may think about us, right? Yeah. And so that line about, um, I lived with the enemy, I ate with the enemy, it kind of brought forth this idea that he is seeing them as fellow humans rather than an enemy. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, 100%. And I think Attack on Titan so does I, a really good job of that. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. It, it, well, just, to, just to add on to that, it's like, you know, conversation between people is very important. Understanding the other side as well as your own is, is important in, in good discourse, whether it's political or, or about sports or yeah. about anything. Uh, 100%. And I think that... Um... Uh, whereas it is good to understand that, it is only um, insofar as being able to get the ideas of others, potentially, and like be able to... Because, alright, I, I will preface this as well. There are both politically and... Well, not in terms of sports. Sports are a little bit more um, low stakes and shit. Uh, politically and uh, in terms of things that have like real-life implications outside of, Oh no, my team lost. I'm a Liverpool fan. Mm. I'm really used to that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it, it is important to be able to analyze and understand the broader conversations that people are attempting to have so that you can, if nothing else, because, you know, not all not all opinions are inherently equal in terms of their implication and right. everything. You know, there, right. there, are, there are things of moral ambiguity and there are things that are not. Sure. Um, but I think that you need to be able to understand the rationale so that if nothing else, you can debunk, you can explain away, you can you can effectively dismantle the way that a lot of people uh, would otherwise construct what they believe in their own minds to be sound arguments so that you can, you know, present them evidence uh, or ideas or concepts that may uh, follow their own line of reasoning to, you know, pick apart the things that they actually believe because in in the same idea that you know not every opinion is like inherently of equal weight uh if you are able to apply that system of logic to a person by uh you know saying i understand what your perspective is let me use your line of reasoning to explain a way why that works or is a good idea is yeah. very much a, an important ability in terms of 
you know, actually changing someone's opinion. You know, I, I can present someone with mounds and mounds of data, analysis, you know, anything like that. But if they're going to point to a specific thing that they believe uh, gives them moral high ground or makes them an authority, then my specific instances aren't going to have an impact. I need to be able to, you know, uh, make those arguments from a from a different point of view if that sort of isn't just word salad and also makes sense yeah um one of the ways that i kind of go out of my way to put myself in that situation of understanding the other mm -hmm. side is it, a, a lot of the big major political events mm -hmm. that are you know normally televised like these january 6th committee hearings although yeah. this isn't in this case it is not um a case uh, of moral ambiguity it was it was not well it was not it is not being shown by this particular TV network, but I, <laughs> I intentionally yeah. watch Fox News. Yeah. Um, the last one I remember is is the uh, was on January sixth of last year. Oh. I, I watched their coverage. Uh, I've watched their election coverage. Um, but I've even sat and just watched some episodes, and it's it, the intention is to, you know, no, I I know for a fact that my grandmother. Her TV never leaves Fox News. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and so if there was ever the opportunity to have any kind of civilized conversation, you know, not only just yeah. just with my with my grandmother, but let, let, let's face it, you know, a lot of Republican side arguments are coming, are, are, are mm -hmm. echoed through this massive media network called Fox News. Mm -hmm. And so... Having a base understanding of how these people talk and how they formulate these opinions mm -hmm. is important. Yeah. Uh, like you said, you, you can kind of frame your ideas through that same lens to hopefully make a difference in the way that they are viewing you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, again, I think that that comes back to the idea that like not all ideas are of inherent merit or like hold the same water. But if, you know, they get all of their information from that specific news source and you have that information as well and you can say, well, you know, when they said X, Y, or Z, this is the way that, like, it is framed in our, like, my reality. You know what I mean? Like, you can, right. you can make an argument from the same information that right. would be more beneficial than, say, you know, providing them articles from a, a different source that that they would be like, oh, well, I'll just dismiss that as being biased. You know what I right. mean? Right, and knowing where they're coming from or knowing where they're getting the, the information or what information they're using mm -hmm. can be, you know, you see it on Fox News first and, and then you're given time to either find other information that you can use to help debunk that idea. Yeah. Or another thing that I, that I like to watch Fox News for a lot of things is because I know what CNN's going to say. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. what MSNBC is going to say, yeah. right? Because I, yeah, yeah. I am, of course, a far left progressive. Yeah. Um, those are kind of my those those networks kind of align with mm -hmm. with the way I think. So I know what they're going to say. I don't I don't need to be I don't need to be in that echo chamber, right? Yeah, 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 right. Um, so yeah, it, it it's always you have that reassurance or that that kind of backup to say that yeah, I I do look at it all. I I. I just based on the facts and the reasoning, this side is is almost always wrong, and the <laughs> other side is 
sometimes, if not, you know, a lot of the times wrong as well. But mm -hmm. I know what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you find it more beneficial to uh, understand what is being said by people who will inherently find flaws in what you are saying so that when those conversations arise, you have the ability to um, yeah. uh, analyze and critique. You're not, you're not getting jumped with new information. That I find myself arguing with Tucker Carlson on TV all the time, even though he can't <laughs> hear me. Hey, Just man, prepping. Maybe you know, practice makes perfect. To him. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, no, I, I told him on the show. Man, I don't know. Next week, we'll have uh, Tucker Carlson oh my God, to uh, explain his views. Well, I'm glad we made it through episode zero, boys. That's as far as we're no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, uh, I, I think that uh, that's a very fair point, and I think that that's salient. A lot of people uh, do only exist in their own echo chamber, and whereas, you know, that can be beneficial in reaffirming, like, your own stances and your own view of reality, like... If you are ever challenged on that, it is then difficult and can create a sense of cognitive dissonance and like mm. things like that, you know, like it's mm -hmm. it's important to to know what is stacked against you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But don't but also don't watch like news sources like that with the intent of being informed on reality, especially exclusively, because it's it's not healthy. Um, it's not. I'm real. sorry. Do not do not talk badly about Newsmax. No, oh, we will my not. God. I will not take Newsmax shaming here. Okay, yeah. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I... you best keep OAN out your mouth. <laughs> hey, man, be careful. We're still we're still small out here. We could still, you know. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. But um, I think that no, you raise a very fair point, and I think that um, that information is important to take moving forward, especially as someone who like. You know, I, I consider myself relatively able to be objective. Uh, much the same as you, I definitely align on the left on 99.9% .9 of things. Um, and that's also important to understand when it comes to my own biases and everything. But it's, it's more that I have been presented with good arguments. I've been presented with statistics, data, mm. analysis. It's like... For, for example, I, there, there are very, very few things and very, very few, like, logical arguments that I have ever heard coming from the other side of the aisle. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I would be super open to, oh, well, we can present you with this data to support this idea, but you, mm -hmm. but you don't get that. And that is important to note as well. Um, it's a, it's oh, a I mean, they will bring info. They'll bring data. <laughs> Whether that data is trustworthy, reliable, yeah, yeah, that's, also that's a true. whole other issue. Yeah, and that is definitely something we can delve into as the podcast develops and everything. Um, but so to draw it back to the Attack on Titan scene, um, do, uh, do you have any more Holy thoughts cow, on that's what, what we... we were talking about? Yeah, see, that's how tangents <laughs> work. Isn't it great? Um, and, and see, that is something that I think is a dialogue that can come from something like Attack on Titan that you don't get from a lot of anime and cartoons and stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, so I think that... Uh, that's that's really as much info as I feel we needed to get through and everything. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not closing things out quite yet. Uh, uh, any any final thoughts on those being what I present? Do you have any critical takes on? Oh well, actually, the chicken sucks because, or I hated that Attack on Titan scene because, anything like that? No, like I said, um, you know, watching it once, the Attack on Titan, um, watching it once with zero context and, and then watching it a second time after watching, come on, episode six at this point. Yeah. Uh, 
like I said, that steaming leg has a whole new, yeah, whole new significance that I I need to figure out, which yeah. is pretty cool. Um, uh, cool. And yeah. um, if if we were to um, separate the the um, content from the larger conversation that we're having, those are both just cool things, right? You you like the song, absolutely. the chicken. You like the scene from Attack yeah. on Titan. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'm glad to hear that. Um, well. I suppose that we're we're really sort of coming to a natural conclusion right about here. Um, I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, you can be on literally any time. We could have you on every episode. We could do a profile on you. I, I really don't care, dude. You're welcome anytime. Yep. Um, this specific conversation I could not have had without you. Like both in the sense that like I needed someone to like not necessarily push back, but to like reaffirm or yeah. you know also have conclusions based on the things that I have like presented so you know this is yeah. better than just me sitting here in silence and then saying these are the things that i like um so literally anytime that you want to do that uh you know just text me just dm me whatever you want to do dude um how about you i mean whenever you need somebody to hop on heck i mean yeah just send me a text man got you buddy um well again i really appreciate your time i love you uh i appreciate you um i hope that you enjoy the rest of attack on titan um yes, to anyone else that is still with us, because we're, we're going on a little bit here, uh, I really appreciate you tuning in or sharing or anything like that. And today's sponsors are... No, I'm kidding. Um, but, I'll do uh, the outro music. <laughs> there we go. Uh, is, are we going to get... CEO little, little... entrepreneur, born in 1964, <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. All right. Also a banger. Love all of the okay. Bezos songs. Come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. Man. Right. Sorry. I'm done. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> but uh, before we like sign off and everything, do you do you have anything you want to plug? Do you want to, you know, I, I got to say like everyone go watch Bo Burnham. Everyone go watch Attack on Titan. Is there anything that you want to, you know, have as like an outro message or like a, a final thought on episode zero? Huh. Um, no, I think this is going to be really cool. If anything, I mean, I think it's cool because you're my friend, but um. Yeah, no, it was great. I think the setup's awesome. Um, anything that I want the audience to watch? And we'll do, like, a, another episode in which you present the content and everything, but... How about you watch, if you haven't seen it before, and I don't know why this came to mind, to be honest with you, uh -huh. um, but uh, Charlie Chaplin's um, monologue yep. in The Dictator. Yep. Yep, yep, that's a really good I don't know good why. One. It's just always stuck with me you know yeah and we can uh we can throw that video on when we're doing like your episode and everything if that's what you want to do if not Think you know um we will uh make sure to um you know we, you've plugged it we can talk about it but you know if there's something else that at that time you're like no i'd rather i'd rather do this you know we can we can figure it out as we go uh, so I'm, a, I'm a i'm a science teacher mm -hmm. um all about science love science mm -hmm. um really big climate guy um watch wally if you well, haven't seen good. wally by by disney pixar um it seems exaggerated um but you know yeah, well. one big company destroying our planet and sending us into space for an indefinite amount of time doesn't seem that far-fetched yeah, these days you know? it it might seem a little <laughs> amazon man it might seem a little exaggerative but uh so did The Handmaid's Tale about a decade ago, and here we are. We won't get too far into that right now, because, like I said, we're at the end of the episode. But That's think... next season, the entire season. 
but you know, you get my point. But um, yeah. again, Shay, I appreciate you. Uh, of course, I. Literally, any time that you're trying to do this, let me know. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording in about a minute and then, you know, get back to Attack on Titan. Again, audience, anyone listening, anyone who is interested in participating, reach out. You know, we'll we'll have a lot of time and a lot of guests, and I hope that this goes on for 90 seasons, Morty. Nine, 900 episodes, nine, 90... No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but also, Rick and Morty's really good. But anyway, uh, I, I, that's another tangent. Thank you all again for tuning in. Uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Uh, make good decisions. Take care of the people around you. Thank you again.